I would be traveling with my passport and toothbrush <laughs> to work and be ready to jump on a flight and gather data just to make sure that we meet those customer demands. While it could be exhausting at times, the rewards were truly fulfilling. This is In Her Element, a podcast from BCG. I'm Corinne Lines. And I'm Suchi Srinivasan. Each episode, we have meaningful and vulnerable conversations with women leaders in digital business and technology. This episode, we're speaking with Shaku Condon, former head of products at Malaysian Airlines. Shaku's love of taking on new challenges first led her to the airline industry in 2006 when she joined AirAsia X the first low-cost, long-haul carrier in the world at the time. She later went on to join Malaysia Airlines when it was struggling, helping restore it to its former glory. Shaku is an avid traveler. If you can name a country, it's likely that she's been there at least once. Shaku also has great things to say about the important men in her life and how they supported her through her changing career. Here's my conversation with Shaku. Hi, I'm Shaku Kandan from Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia, and up until recently, I was the head of product design under customer experience for Malaysia Airlines. Shaku, you have a, a fantastic track record in the airline industry, and we'll talk about that a little bit later. Can you tell us why this specific industry interests you so much? So my fascination for the airline industry began at a young age, fueled by my desire for adventure and exploration. I was fortuitous that I stumbled upon it at the right time in my career, and I've been hooked ever since. I mean, the industry is constantly evolving, and it presents unique challenges, providing endless opportunities for innovation and growth. We've witnessed in our lifetime the advancement of aircraft, airport technology, in-flight passenger experience, as well as the opening of new destinations that were once inaccessible to um, air travel. But what I love most about this industry is the sense of purpose it provides, being part of a system that contributes to the economic growth um, of the nation through global connectivity is, is incredible fulfilling. And every member of the team plays an important role from managing flights, um, schedules, to ensuring the safety and comfort of the passengers. So yeah, it's a real pleasure working as a team. And I take immense pride in being part of that airline ecosystem that is just so dynamic and exciting. So did you have a formative experience that set you on this particular career path, do you think? So I started my career in international relations with an ASEAN subsidiary, that's the um, Southeast Asian Association, with the hope of pursuing a career in foreign services, given my passion for travel, right? But a year into the job, I was invited into the world of advertising by a friend and uh, ended up spending about six years there. And after that, my life took an exciting turn when I decided to take a break and travel to South America for six months. And during this time, I had the opportunity to experience the low-cost carrier phenomenon uh, firsthand, which was still relatively new in Malaysia uh, at the time. And the experience made me realize the immense potential for growth in the low-cost airline industry. And it inspired me to apply to AirAsia. And within a few weeks of submitting my application, I received an invitation to interview for a position in marketing and media relations for AirAsia X, a new long-haul low-cost airline that was still in its conceptual stage. I mean, the thought of flying from Malaysia to United Kingdom at half the price was truly a dream come true. And I knew I needed to be part of that exciting journey to create the world's first successful long-haul low-cost airline. 
Okay, so you absolutely love to travel. It's informed your career and your life. Can you tell us about the first time you traveled abroad by yourself? So my first solo adventure occurred when I was in high school during a student exchange program. Now, despite my limited knowledge at the time of the language and culture, I was warmly welcomed by my Japanese host family and we immediately set out to explore the city. I was so excited that I said yes to every new experience I was invited to from attending sumo wrestling matches to trying out raw fish and sake even at that age. It was just simply eye-opening and I was just blown away by even their sophisticated toilets, right? But traveling at a young age has shaped my personal growth, especially with, you know, with regards to situational awareness. The experience taught me valuable social skills, empathy, adaptability, independence, problem solving, cultural sensitivity, even global awareness. And that allowed me to connect with the world in a more meaningful way. Um, so this solo experience, you know, fueled with my adventurous spirit, it, it literally had a profound impact on, on who I am today. And I'm really grateful for this life-changing experience. And I've made it a mission ever since to visit at least one new country every year. So you've been at the forefront of a lot of change in the Asian airline industry, and I'd love to talk to you about the two organizations you've worked at. Can you tell us a little bit more about your time at AirAsia X and what you did there? After my advertising stint, this was literally my debut into a brand new industry that I steadily worked up the ladder from a marketing executive to the head of in-flight products. And as the head of in-flight products for X, I spearheaded the establishment of firstly a high-performing team from the ground up, drove the end-to-end life cycle of in-flight products and services from conceptualization and strategy to seamless operationalization during the startup phase. And these products and services included things like, like catering, merchandising, interior cleaning, as well as, as advertising. I then proceeded to focus to enhance the customer experience when we got to what we call second gear and third gear of the uh, business phase and continued to focus on revenue generation endeavors. X, it was a startup and it was an extremely fast-paced environment. I learned to embrace the challenges and the demands that came with continuously monitoring our passengers' preference and staying ahead of the market trends. While it could be exhausting at times, the rewards were truly fulfilling as we consistently exceeded customers' expectations and drove revenue growth. Our ability to swiftly innovate our products and services enabled us to maintain a competitive edge and deliver a product and service enable us to maintain an exceptional in-flight experience. And this was very much a benefit of a startup company. And being able to satisfy and surpassing customer satisfaction and witnessing the positive impact of your bottom line made every effort worthwhile. So in that time, there must have been some challenges that you faced as well. With, with all that, all that positivity, all that amazing stuff. What challenges came across your path? It was this constant skepticism that was looming upon all of us that, oh no, you're going to fail, you know, that sort of thing. It's not going to make money. It's expensive to operate long haul. And there were a lot of things that were not really going our way and things like rising fuel costs and things like that. I think I owe it to the leadership and the initial pioneer management team that had a very positive outlook 
and a spirit to basically believe that this would be successful. And we did everything possible to make it successful. Literally, my role was to understand the customer needs and the demands. And it was at a point where I remember I would be traveling with my passport and toothbrush <laughs> to work and be ready to jump on a flight just to do you know, research and, and gather data just to make sure that we meet those customer demands. Did you just literally engage with the passengers on the plane and be like, hey, so how's it going? And like, you didn't tell them obviously probably who you were, but like, did you just like have like one-off conversations or did you have like a little pocket survey? So it, it, like I said, I'll, I'll give you an example, right? So we would, so at a time of a flight, literally when people are checking in, we will be there to ask some questions and observe if there was any altercations, any issues, we would jump in. And um, because it's a very new concept to everyone, it's unlike the typical full service experience. So there was a little bit of education that was required. So we, there was a lot of engagement talking to the customers, some of which were international. So that happened on the ground. And since I was handling things like catering and new product development for in-flight both for comfort as well as for revenue generation. I would literally jump on a flight just to get customers' feedback, uh, observe initially to see if the product was well-received. And if it wasn't, I'll just conduct a simple interview and, and ask them, you know, how can we improve it? And, and everyone was really very helpful. Um, they provided, you know, useful insights. And by the time I reached a destination, I would already given my feedback to my team and, turn it around and get it fixed by the next flight. So super rapid innovation. Yeah, we literally had to be that fast because uh, as mentioned, we could not afford any bad publicity. And the moment there was, you know, something bad, could be a flight delay. And of course, you know, it's very prevalent in the airline industry. We were there to manage, uh, you know, customer service and address their needs, uh, go above and beyond because it was still in the initial stages. Uh, we was just, you know, learning to get by. And uh, yeah, so it was all about mitigating, you know, bad customer experience, making sure it was comfortable and taking that experience to a more enjoyable, um, yeah, more enjoyable experience. So when you first joined Malaysian Airlines, it seems like it was in really bad shape. Can you tell us a bit more about your role and your time there? So with Malaysia Airlines, like most full-service legacy carriers, they have a fair bit of challenges as it's a highly competitive and constantly evolving industry, right? Malaysia Airlines in particular has faced its fair share of difficulties. Factors such as intense sudden competition, especially from the low-cost carriers in the region, rising fuel costs, overcapacity, uh, economic downturns, and it went through numerous management restructuring activities, and all these had an impact on the operations and, and its profitability. Additionally, the airline industry is subject to very strict regulations and standards, and it's constantly evolving. And, you know, it requires employees and as an airline to constantly adapt and stay updated on the um, industry changes. So for me, working in Malaysia Airlines presented a unique opportunity for growth and personal development. The company has rich history and has been committed to providing exceptional service to its customers till this day. But what really captivated me was the airline's new transformation strategy. I undertook a crucial responsibility of enhancing the entire customer journey, aligning it with the revised plan in, in light of the pandemic uh, impact. 
my focus encompassed optimizing the product and service experience from booking to airport and in-flight, ensuring seamless and exceptional journey for um, the passengers. So I was involved in introducing digital contactless services that was vital during the uh, uh, pandemic as well, and um, also elevating the in-flight entertainment experience. Now, through these efforts and partnerships with other operational areas, we collectively raised the customer satisfaction level from somewhere down there to very competitive levels. And uh, that kind of contributed to the overall success of the airline's operations. That's great. And that thank you for sharing that, just like how you restored it. And it seems like it really came out on, on top, thanks to your efforts. So in your career, you've been given the opportunity to take on massive challenges, airlines on their knees, the creation of completely new concepts. What makes you want to engage in these types of challenges? I mean, interestingly, I view these not as massive challenges, um, but opportunities the chance to be part of history in the making was all the more captivating and inspiring. In both my aviation roles, I witnessed remarkable transformations. With AirAsiaX and Malaysia Airlines, despite the skepticism and the tribulations, I was driven by the desire to make a meaningful impact and implement creative and unconventional solutions. So in the end, literally witnessing these ideas and efforts come to life, I mean, that, that in itself is truly rewarding. You've mentioned before that you had a fantastic male mentor who you've met when you first joined AirAsia X. Can you talk about that a little bit? I really want to take a moment to express gratitude to all the important men in my life. Throughout my journey, they've never made me feel discriminated against, uh, but instead they've constantly showed their support for me. And first and foremost, I'm immensely grateful to my father who raised and educated his four daughters to postgraduate level, instilling us in us a strong belief in our own abilities and supporting our dreams. I'm also very fortunate to have incredible male friends while growing up. And these friends have consistently treated me with respect, accepting me for who I am and without any bias or prejudice. Their friendship and encouragement have been a source of strength during my, my darkest moments, reminding me that I'm valued and deserving of success. Um, lastly, yes, I'd like to express my deepest appreciation to my mentors in my professional career. And I just realized I've, I have two very significant mentors, uh, one in the advertising industry and uh, one in the aviation industry. And they both provided a sense of wisdom and belief in relation to my capabilities, and they've just been so instrumental in my growth and development. They provided invaluable insights with their stories and wealth of experience. And, you know, they, they kind of challenged me to reach new heights and they supported me every step of the way. And I particularly admired the ability to bridge generational, hierarchical, cultural, gender gaps through emotional intelligence and, and objectivity. So really the support and encouragement I've received from these remarkable men have shaped my journey, reaffirmed my belief in the power of inclusivity and, and equality. And uh, I'm truly grateful for their presence in my life and, and the positive impact that they've had on my personal and professional growth. So what is next for you, Shaku? You've been on this incredible journey, all these fantastic challenges, amazing successes. What's on the radar? What's next? So looking ahead, I have my sights 
set on uh, embarking on a thrilling new adventure in the food and beverage industry. With my deep passion for food and beverage, I, I believe there's an endless possibility in this arena. And um, I'm excited to explore, you know, how this environment is going to stimulate my, my growth. Can you tell me about a time that you felt you were in your element? So I'm always seeking new experiences and adventures. And I make it a point to try something new at least once a week. This could be as simple as exploring a new restaurant, trying a new recipe or taking a walk in a different neighborhood or something more adventurous like volunteering to build homes for charity. So I thrive on the excitement and the fulfillment it comes from discovering something new. So yeah, that's when I'm in my element. That was my conversation with Shaku. Corinne, what were some of your key takeaways from this conversation? I love so much about this conversation. Um, what I love about her was that what attracted her to Air Asia X was obviously was like a new opportunity, but it was this team, this team of people and the energy that she was sensing from the team and the excitement around, let's do this thing. Let's go and prove to the world that this can be done. It can be done well and it can be profitable. I thought that was really, really cool to see. And another thing I really loved about her, she, you know, she grabs her toothbrush, she grabs her passport, she jumps on a flight, and then I sort of asked her, like, well, how do you, you know, get your feedback? And she just asks anybody, like, what do you think? How can we do it better? And then by the time you're touching down and those the wheels are back on the ground, she says, I already have my suggestions for how we're going to innovate. And so there's something to be said for rapid innovation, but oh my goodness, that kind of speed and that kind of turn is truly impressive. It's amazing how she gravitated repeatedly to these situations where the problem statement was really dynamic and fluid and these are small hungry teams that are wanting to go after you know improving these customer experiences i think it's just such a creative space for her to be in and you could see that she was enjoying it so tremendously and it was bringing out the best of her that was just such a awesome thing to watch well that's all for today this has been in her element a podcast from bcg Join us every episode to hear meaningful conversations with women leaders in digital business and technology. Thank you so much for listening.